1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries. And we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject Hebraic Bible Prophecy. This is part three of the series. Now let's look at major events which the Bible says takes place in the period of time known as the Day of the Lord, specifically the darkness part of the Day of the Lord, or what we commonly call the Tribulation. Among these events which we need to watch and see happen, which tells us that we are in the Day of the Lord, is that the Gaza will be forsaken. Number two, the land of Israel will be divided, and this will take place in the form of a PLO state. Jerusalem will get divided. That is because the capital of this PLO state will be East Jerusalem. This will result in the judgment of the nations and the fall of babylon so it's in the day of the lord when the gaza is forsaken zephaniah chapter 1 verses 14 and 15 it is written the great day of the lord is near it is near and hastens greatly even the voice of the day of the lord the mighty man shall cry there bitterly that day that is the day of the lord is a day of wrath a day of trouble and distress A day of wasteness and desolation a day of darkness and gloominess a day of clouds and thick darkness so the context or the subject is the day of the lord the darkness part of the day of the lord or the tribulation period and it says in zephaniah chapter 2 verse 4 regarding that period of time for gaza shall be forsaken i believe this is a reference to the jews that will be removed from the gaza which has already happened It happened in August of 2005. However, we haven't seen the full dividing of the land of Israel, which will be in the form of a PLO state with East Jerusalem as its capital. Joel chapter 1 verse 15 tells us that this also happens in the day of the Lord. Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand and as a destruction from the Almighty shall it come. I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat in Hebrew means God judges. And so he's going to bring the nations to judgment. But why? Because he will plead with the nations. For my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they've scattered among the nations and parted or divided my land. Jerusalem will be divided. In the day of the Lord, Zechariah chapter 14, verse one, behold, the day of the Lord comes and your spoil shall be divided in the midst of you. In the day of the Lord, it says in Zechariah 14, verse two, I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. The city will be taken. The houses riveled. The women ravished half of the city will go into captivity. That means exile. That means those who are living in half of the city will be removed from the city and be removed from their homes. Why is this gonna happen? Because when East Jerusalem is being given for a capital of a PLO state, any Jew that lives in East Jerusalem will have to leave their homes. And so that's what this prophecy is referring or speaking of and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. When this happens, then you have the judgment of the nations. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations when Jerusalem is divided, as when he fought in the day of battle. The day of battle is a reference to when Pharaoh and his army drowned in the sea in Exodus in chapter 15, which is a part of the historical Egyptian redemption. What is the form of the context of the judgment of the nations? It will be nuclear warfare. We are told this in Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, their eyes shall consume away in their holes and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. Of all the nations on the earth, which nation has been most influential and most responsible for creating the environment that permits or allow a PLO state and the dividing of the city of Jerusalem, making East Jerusalem a capital of that PLO state? What nation of the country is most responsible for bringing about the conditions that make this possible. Is it Zimbabwe? No, it is the United States of America. These policies have been advanced by the government of the United States, which means the greatest judgment that will come upon any nation of the world for dividing the land of Israel and the creation of a PLO state will come upon the United States of America. We can see how the day of the Lord is associated with the judgment of the nations. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7 speaks about Jacob's trouble. And in speaking about Jacob's trouble, it says in Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 11, for I am with you, says the Lord, to save you though I make a full end of all nations where I have scattered you. The nations are judged over the controversy of Zion, which, as I've been sharing with you, is a controversy regarding who is the legal owners of the land of Israel, should the mountains of Israel belong to a PLO organization? Or does it belong to the nation of Israel? Or do we recognize the covenant that the God of Israel made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? And when this PLO state is created based upon UN resolutions and international law, are you going to recognize that Or is your allegiance going to be with the God of Israel? And are you going to trust in the covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? This is the controversy of Zion. It's spoken about. In Isaiah chapter 34, verses 1 and 2 and verse 8, as it is written, Come near ye nations to hear, and hearken ye people. Let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world and all things that come forth of it. For the indignation of the Lord is upon the nations, and His fury upon all their armies. He has utterly destroyed them. He has delivered them to the slaughter. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance... And what period of time is the day of the Lord's vengeance? The tribulation period. And the year of recompenses or payback. He's got to pay back the nations for dividing the land of Israel for the controversy of Zion. And it is in the day of the Lord where Babylon falls. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 1 and verse 6 and verse 19, it is written, The burden of Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos did see, how ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand, and it will come as destruction from the Almighty. See, once again, the day of the Lord, which is a term for the messianic era it begins as destruction from the almighty the messianic era begins with the tribulation period and during the tribulation period will be a judgment of the nations for dividing the land of israel And here there's a focus on the judgment that comes upon Babylon. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldees' excellency, shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. How did he overthrow Sodom and Gomorrah? By fire. Therefore, Babylon will fall through fire or through nuclear destruction. Babylon itself means confusion by mixing. Genesis chapter 11, verse 5 and verses 8 and 9, it is written, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore, the name of it is called Babel. Babel is the Strong's number 894. And it is the Hebrew word that means confusion by mixing. You see, why is mixture harmful? And mixture was personified in the Garden of Eden by the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? It was the mixture of good and evil. It personified Babylon. Your choice of Babylon or the tree of life. The tree of life personifies the Messiah, the covenant that was made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Zion. Eat of that tree, or the alternative is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Why is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil a bad tree to eat from? Because it's a mixture of good and evil, and it's mixture that dulls the senses. You see, when we go to vote politically, what we do is we examine the situation and we vote for in our eyes what we perceive as the greater good because there isn't pure good to vote for and so if we see that there's a greater good we will tolerate the evil and the toleration of the evil which leavens the whole thing is actually upon which the Babylonian system is based how is the united states government able to deceive its people why is it that the majority of the citizens of the United States don't believe that the United States government is working against the people to erode the Constitution and to give over the United States of America to the United Nations and to eradicate its sovereignty. It's because of what's presented out here in the storefront and it has the appearance of good. It has the appearance that you are free, that you can vote whoever you want for. But ultimately, you see, locally, you can vote for a local judge. You have control of who that local judge is. But you know you don't have direct control of who sits on the Supreme Court. You don't have direct control of the federal judges. And so we'll make it look like that you're voting, that you have freedom, that you can elect judges. But the ultimate issues are decided at the top and you don't have any control over that. So it makes you look like you're free. It makes you look like you're living in a wonderful world, and it's through the mixture where you have gotten confused. In looking at Babylon, we need to realize several things. And speaking about Babylon, it's a general term for the kingdom of darkness. And there is a historical, physical land of Babylon. It is in the area which we refer to as Iran in Iraq today. When we're talking about Babylon, we need to realize there's also a financial Babylonian system. You see, our monetary system in which we operate in today is not a biblical-based system. It's not a Torah-based system. It is a financial Babylonian system. Then there is a religious Babylonian system. That's all the religions of the world that does not recognize the God of Israel as the king of the universe, that doesn't recognize Yeshua as the Messiah. This is the religious Babylonian system. However, when I'm talking about the fall of Babylon, I could talk about those different elements and aspects, financial Babylon, spiritual Babylon, and how those subjects are not biblically based. However, I'm going to be sharing with you and speaking about the fall of Babylon of an end-time spiritual land of Babylon, which I'm going to present to you is the United States of America. So therefore, let's look at the characteristics of the USA as it fulfills it being the spiritual land of Babylon. First of all, we need to realize that Babylon is prophesied to be an end-time nation. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. This word last is the Strong's number 319. It's the Hebrew word akarit. And akarit means the end, or at the latter time, or the last, or the hindermost. So let me tell you what will happen in the last days. Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51 speaks about Babylon. In Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 12 it is written, Your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bear you shall be ashamed. Behold the hindermost is what the King James says, the hindermost of the nations. But this is the Strong's number 319, the Hebrew word akarit, which means the last. Behold the last of the nations or an end time nation is what's being described here. In Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 37, Jeremiah 51, verse 13, we see that Babylon is described as being an economically prosperous place. A sword is upon their horses and upon their chariots and upon all the mingled people that are in the midst of her, and they shall become as women. A sword is upon her treasures, economic prosperity, and they shall be robbed. O oh, you that dwell upon many waters abundant in treasures your end is come in the measure of your covetousness. Babylon is a world military power. Jeremiah 51 verse 53. Though Babylon should mount up to heaven referring to a military power and though she should fortify the height of her strength yet from me shall spoilers come under her says the Lord. And what you see here in this chart is in red is military bases that the United States has in the world in the years 2001 to 2003. And you can see how our military and our military presence is all over the world. Babylon is a kingdom that has defeated other mighty kingdoms through war. Jeremiah 51 verse 20. You are my battle axe and weapons of war, for with you, with Babylon, will I break in pieces the nations, and with you will I destroy kingdoms. The United States was victorious in World War I and World War II and brought down mighty kingdoms of that time. Babylon dwells upon many waters. Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 13. O you that dwell upon many waters, abundant in treasures your end is come in the measure of your covetousness. And so America we have the Atlantic Ocean on the east coast, the Pacific Ocean on the west coast. We have the Gulf of Mexico. We have the mighty Mississippi. And this is a land that dwells upon many waters. Babylon is a melting pot of nations. Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 37. A sword is upon your horses and upon your chariots and upon all the mingled people. All the nationalities of the earth can be found in the United States of America. You see, the United States of America has been meant by the elite to make it a representation of what they hope what the entire world will become because ultimately they want to bring in one world government where all the cultures and the nations of the world can get along and prosper together. So in order to experiment with that, we have the United States where we have the different cultures and races that will have a system that governs it that is meant to be multiplied when there is a greater expansion of one world government. However, just as the God of Israel caused the Tower of Babel to fall, this will never come about. That is the plans of the elite to rule over the world will only be very short-lived. And ultimately, through the Messiah, he's going to come and he's got to fight against the nation and he's got to set up his kingdom which he will rule with his people, teaching the Torah to all nations from Jerusalem. Babylon does not believe that she will experience judgment. Isaiah chapter 47, verse 5 and verse 8 is written, Sit thou silent and get you into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for you shall no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. And so the United States is regarded as being the richest and the best of the nations of the earth, the lady of all kingdoms. Therefore, hear now this, you that are given to pleasures, that dwell carelessly, that says in your heart, I am, and there is none like me. I shall not sit as a widow, neither shall I know the loss of children. You see, people were amazed at 9-11. How could this happen to America? And the majority of Christians in this country don't believe that bad things can happen to America because after all, this is God's country. And so we're fulfilling the prophecy about Babylon that says that I am and there is none like me. I shall not sit as a widow. However, a fire is kindled in the cities of Babylon, Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 32. And the most proud shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up. And I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it shall devour all round about him. Babylon is destroyed by an assembly of nations. Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 9. For lo, I will raise up and cause to come against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country. Why does it say the north country? Because north is the direction in the Bible where problems come from. When you want to talk about great problems, great distress, you use the word north. From the north country, and they shall set themselves in array against her from thence she shall be taken their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man and none shall return in vain you know what the arrows are icbms and when they are launched they're going to hit their target and accomplish what they were sent to do none will return in vain so who today is the assembly of nations who's against the united states russia china north korea the arab world but Why is it that all these nations are so mad or hostile toward the United States government? The real reason is the United States government is the head of the New World Order system. That's where everything is being directed from. The plans are made and the implementation and the money to do all these things is financed from and through the United States and the United States taxpayer. And so the nations of the world are seeing that this new world order governmental system is coming together and the issue is now becoming not if it's going to come, it's pretty much in place. The issue is who is going to rule who? Who's going to be the king? Who's going to tell who what to do? And so Russia and China is sitting there saying, we're not going to let the Western elite rule over us and tell us what to do. We don't mind a new world order as long as we can rule over it. And so the reason why the nations are fighting against each other in the end of days is they're fighting to be the king of the hill of the new world order and they won't submit to another power. And so this is the reason why Russia and China and North Korea and the Arab countries are opposing the United States is they're opposing that the new world order will be ruled by the Western elite. They wanna rule it and so they gotta bring down the Western nations and the power of the Western elite in order for them to rule the world. The enemy's attack against Babylon is devastating. Jeremiah chapter fifty, verse fourteen put yourselves in array against Babylon, round about all you that bend the bow, shoot at her. Spare no arrows for she has sinned against the Lord. Babylon is destroyed like Sodom and Gomorrah. Jeremiah in chapter 50 in verse 40. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, how did he overthrow Sodom and Gomorrah? With fire. How will Babylon be destroyed? Through nuclear warfare. In the neighbor cities thereof, says the Lord, so shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of man dwell therein. You take that literally, it tells you that ultimately Babylon, or as I'm showing you, the United States of America, will not be inhabitable. So you don't want to be here if it's not inhabitable. Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 29, it tells us that Babylon will be totally destroyed. And the land shall tremble in sorrow. For every purpose of the Lord shall be performed against Babylon to make the land of Babylon a desolation without an inhabitant. Well, that's going to conclude part three of the series on the subject Hebraic Bible Prophecy. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.